Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is November 15th, and our reading comes from Hebrews chapter 12. Beginning in verse 14, it says this, Work at living in peace with everyone. So the first thing he says is that we all have a responsibility as believers to be peacemakers. It reminds me of what Jesus said in the Beatitudes, blessed are the peacemakers. So important that we're building bridges, that we're trying to serve and love other people so that we can point them to Jesus. So as much as it's up to you, live at peace with all people. But it also lets us off the hook, right? Because sometimes, sometimes you can serve and love people and they will not respond in kind. Sometimes even Jesus, right? He served and loved everybody and they nailed him to the cross. So I love how the author of Hebrews says, listen, do what you can as much as it's up to you. Make sure you take care of your part of the equation. But at the end of the day, sometimes we do all that we can and other people do not respond by our attempts to establish peace. And then he says this, work at living a holy life for those who are not holy will not see the Lord. And so holiness is not optional. And we've talked some about this as we've gone through the New Testament, that we're not uh, preaching a cheap grace, right? The same grace that saves us changes us. And so the author of Hebrews is saying here, we got to live holy lives. Holy lives is part of what it means to follow Christ. And then he says in verse 13, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you and corrupt many. So we've got to help each other with the issue of forgiveness and conflict resolution and and releasing the pain that we've often experienced relationally. I was talking to a friend recently and and he was just venting. Man, he's gone through a difficult time and he was venting about some things that some people had done that had, had really hurt him. And I just said to him, I'm really concerned about you. You've got to forgive. You've got to release that pain. You've got to release that anger. You've got to release that bitterness. And the truth is you might need some help to do it. You might need somebody to help you kind of talk through that and get it off your chest and to process and to find healing because you don't want it to take root in your heart. And that's exactly what the author of Hebrews is saying here. If we hang on to that, it'll take root in our heart. And man, it can end up destroying and affecting all all of our relationships. So we've got to be careful that we're quick to forgive. You say, well, how do we forgive when when people have hurt us so much? Primarily by remembering that God has forgiven us despite all of our sin, right? That's what Matthew 18 is all about when Jesus tells that parable about the king who forgave the man the, the multi-million dollar debt, and then on the way home, he threw somebody in prison who owed, owed him five dollars, right? And Jesus tells the story to help us have some perspective to remember God has forgiven us a lifetime of sin and rebellion, right? 
So the only reasonable thing for us to do is to forgive one another. Now listen, forgiveness does not mean the relationship is always reconciled, but forgiveness does release that person. It sets my heart free. It keeps bitterness from setting in. Verse 16, make sure no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who traded his birthright as the firstborn son for a single meal. You know that afterwards, when he wanted his father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. So we've got to be careful in American culture that we don't just live for the moment and live for pleasure, and we sacrifice what is more important, what is long-term, what is more substantial, right? In the moment, Esau said, what good is a birthright if I starve to death in this moment? He was living for the moment. He wanted his lust to be satisfied right now and didn't consider the long-term consequences of that decision. And when you think about immorality, so many times immorality is I want what I want right now. I'm being driven by my lust. I'm being driven by my emotions. And I'm not giving any consideration to the long-term consequences. Because the truth is, if we consider the long-term consequences, we would decide, you know what? This moment is not nearly important enough to sacrifice so much. Or let me say it this way. This moment, this experience It cannot be good enough to sacrifice so much. I was talking to somebody recently who's in a situation like this, and he's trying to make an important decision. And one of the things I'm trying to help him see is you are sacrificing years and years and years and years. You're basically compromising the rest of your life for a little moment, a little window of pleasure. Don't make that mistake. Don't spend the rest of your life living with regret. Man, let's trust God. Let's live by faith. Let's stand on the word. You remember, God's given us the word, given us this instruction to bless us and to protect us from making that mistake. And then in the rest of today's reading, He is describing, you remember, the author of Hebrews is trying to help this Jewish audience to understand what you have left. You left Judaism to follow Christ and what you have received in Jesus. This new covenant is far superior to what you left behind. So what they left behind was Mount Sinai, where God was separate and distant and scary, and the law. What they have received is Mount Zion. Jesus, the blood of Christ, and forgiveness and access to God. And so he just describes that. And I just think we just need to remember, just remember that what Jesus did for us has given us access to God, which is why the reason we're doing a podcast like this, the reason we're trying to connect with God every day is because Jesus has made a way. We don't serve a terrifying, scary God that we are keeping our distance from. We serve a God who loves us and gave his life for us so that we could run into his presence, experience his grace, washed in his blood, and trust him to do in us all that he expects of us. So everything that we've been talking about today, living 
at peace, living in holiness, making sure that we forgive, making sure we don't live for the moment. It's our relationship with God, our closeness, our oneness, His Spirit at work in us that gives us the strength to live that way. Man, what a great Savior we serve. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this word. And God, I pray today that we would all fight for peace, that we would be peacemakers, bridge builders, so that we can point people to Jesus. God, I pray that you would help us to to fight for our holiness, to guard our hearts and minds from immorality and the traps of the enemy. God, I pray that you would help us to guard our hearts from unforgiveness, that bitterness would not set in, that we would release people because you have forgiven us. God, we want to forgive other people. God, we pray that you would help us to always remember that the access we have to your presence was made possible by the blood of your son. What a savior. God, you are worthy of our worship, our praise. We love you and bless you and honor you. And today we draw near to you to receive the strength, everything that we need, the grace that we need to live for you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. I hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.